When the Hello, welcome friends, fellow wisdom seekers, fellow truth seekers to the brave new world order straight out the dungeons of podcasting. I am your host, Brandon St. One. Thank you all so much for being here, for joining me on my journey. In this episode, I just want to rant about recent events and just explore some ideas get some things off my chest, get some ideas that have been swirling around in my head out there about what's going on. I have some clips to listen to for us to go through. It's going to be fun. I'll probably go off on a tangent or two. Who knows? We are only halfway through the first month of 2024, and there is a lot going on. The mainstream media is in an absolute meltdown over the possibility of another Trump presidential term. I am going to talk about the immigration problem that's going on right now and how the borders have been open. It's getting worse. I've mentioned it on the show before. I've seen it with my own eyes in the city that I live in. They are housing thousands. Well, I don't know about thousands in this city, but in the state that I live in, thousands, possibly hundreds in the city that I live in, in the hotels. I've driven by lines of people walking and hanging around all where these hotels are in the city that I live in, in the beautiful state of Massachusetts, liberal hell Massachusetts. The governor and lieutenant governor are calling for people, citizens, families to bring some of these immigrants into their own houses and have them live with their families. It seems like this is all by design. We will talk about that as well as some Jewish tunnels that were discovered in New York underground underneath a synagogue. What the hell's going on with that? Very interesting. It came out and there isn't that much news now about it. Seems like there should be a full on investigation. But we will talk about that a little bit because it's wild. So all of that and possibly some more stuff to get into. And once again, thanks everybody for coming along with me on this journey. If you're enjoying the Brave New World Order, please take a second to hit that like button, to subscribe, to leave a review, to share this with anybody that would listen, your friends, your family, strangers that you walk by on the streets. Share it with your coworkers. Bring it up at an important meeting with the CEO of your company. Let them know about the Brave New World Order and possibly get fired, all for the greater good, for helping out the Brave New World Order. I thank you so much, everybody. If you really want to help out the Brave New World Order podcast, you can. There is a link. And you can also go check out the website, thebravenewworldorderpodcast.com. Let me know what you all think. You can comment on the website about individual episodes. You can also subscribe to the email list and get notifications about what is new with the podcast and what is to come. Check it out. Let me know what you think. And I thank everybody that continues to support and help out the show. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart. We're going to get into all the craziness that's happening. But just one thing real quick. 
All right, let's swan dive into the abyss. First thing I want to talk about is the concept known as egregore. It's an esoteric concept representing a non-physical entity or thought form that arises from the collective thoughts and emotions of a distinct group of individuals. And I want to talk about this because I run this podcast and I have to think about things that I want to talk about and I like to pay attention to what's going on currently and I like to talk about some of those things. But it seems like there's so much going on and it seems like the current thing phenomenon is real and it's all over the place, not just for the liberals or the collective, the normies. And we can get wrapped up, us who are seeking wisdom and truth can get wrapped up in that too, where we're complaining and chasing the same stories. Everybody's commenting on the same set of events. Everybody's decoding the same movie that just came out. And they're all ramped up about it because it's predictive programming. And I've been guilty of this too. You get excited. You want to stay ahead of these maniacs and these potential events. And I've just been thinking lately about the collective energy that manifests when everybody is focused on something. When they possibly think a false flag is coming and all the energy's on it. Or like the movie Leave the World Behind that just came out. There's a lot of hype around that. Everybody was focused on that. And I've just been thinking that maybe, yeah, maybe it's predictive programming, but maybe at the same time that it's a sort of chaos magic. And that's what made me think of this egregore concept that I heard about a while ago. And I've just been thinking about it. Let me read through some of the descriptions of what an egregore is. It even goes into the Book of Enoch. And the term egregore is referred to as these angelic beings known as the Watchers, which I've talked about. These are the same beings that are referenced in the Nag Hammadi Library. Go back and check out my episodes on that. They are known as the Archons. In some esoteric literature, though, an egregore is just a collective thought that belongs to a large group of people. But in some occult and esoteric literature, they are actually entities, like I said, the archons or demons that feed off negative energy and try to sway the collective towards a negative outcome, towards their own destruction. In chaos magic, egregores are believed to be the result of the rituals that are being performed and they are being drawn out to create the chaos that is desired by the practitioner. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because whoever's running this place, I believe they know all about chaos magic and the occult, and they know how to use this shit to get the desired result. And they use psychology, and they use mind programming, symbolism, so I'm pretty sure they know how to get the public's awareness pointed in a certain direction to generate enough energy, all while performing some kind of secret rituals along the way. And instead of having to run actual false flag events and these high destruction, fear, traumatic world events like 9-11, for example, maybe they don't have to actually 
put everything into motion the way we think. Maybe there's a little chaos magic involved and they get us to participate in it unwittingly just because we think we're staying on top of shit and we're calling them out on their bullshit and their potential future events. That's why they call it pay attention because you pay for that shit. I just been thinking about this a lot lately because I do this podcast and there's a lot of shit happening. But I don't want to talk about every little thing that happens and every big current thing that everybody else is talking about. Because I feel like there's some energy manifestation shit happening. And I just want to be careful about that. You know, everybody's talking about a potential lockdown, a new disease, a new virus, a new pandemic. And I've been guilty of that too. Because I was pretty fired up about that. And I still a little bit am. I'm not going to forget about it. Or a potential blackout because of a cyber attack, because they came out that movie, Leave the World Behind. And sure, it looked like a piece of shit movie that I don't want to spend any time watching, but part of me almost did for the show because there was a lot of hype. And if they are planning something, I was thinking, oh, I should talk about it. But what if, just by getting everybody talking about it, generating enough energy, they manifest it into existence and they don't even have to run like a false flag operation. What if we are the ones that manifest a new virus? Cause all we're the ones talking about it, getting all ramped up about the world economic forum. I definitely want to talk about them. They suck. Klaus Schwab. I'm going to talk about Noah Uval Harari later in this episode. So yeah, I still want to talk shit. But I guess this is just me thinking out loud, formulating some thoughts about energy manifestation and being part of something unwittingly by getting people all ramped up about shit. And I have been guilty of it too. When I first started the podcast, I was more likely to jump on some current events and things that were happening because they were exciting. And it seemed like we could catch them in the act trying to run one past us. We could just catch them running a false flag operation just by being on top of things, which sounds really fucking hilarious now that I just said it. But that being said, I would love to know what you think about this idea and this concept, the egregore and the energy manifestation and possible chaos magic being run and us participating in it by paying attention and getting ramped up about certain things. Let me know what you think. Reach out, email me, leave a comment, hit up the website, head over to Spotify, answer the Q&A. I'd love to hear from you because it's just me here, solo, the lone wolf McQuaid of podcasting. So reach out and let me know what you think about this. All right, that being said, let's dive into some current events and some bullshit stories that are happening out there. It's an election year, obviously, and the machine, the establishment is going absolutely bananas about Donald Trump like they always do. They are really kicking it into hyper fear overdrive, and it's hilarious. They are going absolutely fucking bananas. Take a listen to this clip right here. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. What would a second Donald Trump term look like? Well, he cannot be the next president. 
um, it, it, because if he is. You can't imagine the things that he's going to do. Mexico, Canada, we can't go to Canada because eventually Canada will become annexed to America. And shoot visitors to the White House. Yeah, that means he can shoot the First Lady. We're going to see violence, the likes of which we didn't even see on January 6th. Make it illegal to run against him, to throw his opponents in jail, to shut down the media. He will make himself into the Fuhrer and he will make everybody raise their hand and salute him. Using martial law against the American people. Terminate the Constitution. To rewrite the Constitution. Create mass internment camps. Throw everyone into Gitmo. Might be sent to jail or their rights might be suppressed especially minority groups in society. You might have any number of things happen to you and your family. Every one of us, our freedom, our liberty, none of us is safe. It's going to have people around him executing against an enemy's list. Assassinate generals. Ordering troops uh, to um, attack American citizens. Trump's very well-armed and extremist base will try to kill people. He's going to basically burn the house down. He will unravel the institutions of our democracy. Draw similarities between Mussolini and Hitler. Adolf Hitler and Benito Mussolini. Makes Donald Trump even more dangerous. He wants to take away your vote. Senate and the House are immediately going to be paralyzed. People will begin in their minds to censor themselves. They might say, well, maybe I shouldn't say this. This is the end democracy yeah. i think that could be the end of our democracy but democracy is dead if trump is reelected. elected up to putin that democracy will be at risk the absolute destruction of the justice department as we know it the justice department could be entirely transformed i am really concerned about that every person who was associated with the attempted coup elevated in the administration he's reelected. he will curb transgender rights the end of the rule of law arrest political opponents to persecute not prosecute but persecute his enemies. Take a wrecking ball to the rule of law. He's going to make the law. Everyone else will have to follow. A vote for Donald Trump uh, may mean the last election that you ever get to vote in. To go after the independent and free parts of American civic life. He would tear down our institutions. Purge the government of employees. Department by department effort to weaponize the powers of the government. To use the military to quash protests. Ridding the government of all democratic safeguards. Junking American democracy as we have always known it. That he would try to stay in office beyond a second term. That he would never leave office. There's no question. Trump is reelected. He won't leave. Donald Trump will never leave office voluntarily. And what that means is that everybody who wants us to remain a republic has to put every other thing aside and work together urgently right now to stop that from happening. You see what I'm saying? These people are going fucking crazy and it's hilarious to watch. And I don't 100% trust Trump or anybody or any other candidate to come in and save anybody. But it is hilarious to watch them absolutely lose it. And to call him Hitler and Mussolini, they're out of their minds. And obviously they seem very, very desperate. Or they're going over the top on purpose because anybody with a brain would laugh at this bullshit. Maybe they're pushing people into the arms of Donald Trump. Maybe it's controlled opposition. Part of the script, the Hegelian dialect, create the problem, provide the solution, the problem is the deep state and the globalists and the solution is Donald Trump. Maybe that's the game too. It's worth thinking about because I see this like almost 
over-the-top behavior by the mainstream media and the whole entire establishment as being so ridiculous and eye-opening, almost on purpose. But who knows? I just want to throw that out there because just because I'm talking shit about the mainstream media, the establishment, that doesn't mean I'm all in on anybody or anything. Just like Vivek Ramaswamy, who sounds pretty good, right? If you're paying attention, he says all the things that you wish that somebody would just say. Somebody has a platform that's a presidential candidate. You wish they would just go up there and tear the mainstream media apart and just tear the deep state down. And that's exactly what Vivek does. He's annihilating them. And it's fun to watch and it's hilarious. But once again, question everything and everyone. There's layers and layers to the level of deception. So awareness is key and questioning everything and everybody is crucial in times like these. It's most likely all theater anyway. So that's what I have to say about that. I got one article from NBC News that just recently dropped. They dropped it in a tweet, actually, which is pretty hilarious. I'm telling you, if you pay attention to these people, they tell you everything. They admit to everything that they're doing and what their plans are. They admit there's a deep state. They'll just call it a network of public interest groups. NBC News tweeted this on January 14th, 2024. They said, a network of public interest groups and lawmakers nervous about former President Trump's potential return to power is quietly devising plans to foil any effort on his part to pressure the United States military to carry out his political agenda. There's an article attached too, and we'll go through just a little bit of it, just some of the bullshit. One part of the article reads, those taking part in the effort told NBC News they are studying Trump's past actions and 2024 policy positions so that they will be ready if he wins in November. That involves preparing to take legal action and send letters to Trump appointees spelling out consequences they'd face if they undermine constitutional norms. Here's a quote from Mary McCord, who is the executive director of the Institution for Constitutional Advocacy and Protection at Georgetown Law. We're already starting to put together a team to think through the most damaging types of things that Trump might do so that we're ready to bring lawsuits if we have to. So that's a quote from her. More admission that they are trying and planning on rigging an election this year. It says part of the aim is to identify like-minded organizations and create a coalition to challenge Trump from day one. This is from the article. It says other participants include Democracy Forward, an organization that took the Trump administration to court more than 100 times during his administration and protect democracy, an anti-authoritarian group. There's a quote from Sky Perryman, who is the president of Democracy Forward. It says, quote, we are preparing for litigation and preparing to use every tool in the toolbox that our democracy provides to provide the American people an ability to fight back. We believe 
this is an existential moment for American democracy, and it's incumbent on everybody to do their part, unquote. So I'm not going to read any more of this piece of shit article. I just wanted to show you how the machine works in sync, and they say the same buzzwords in the same fear-mongering terms to try to scramble up the brains of people who don't think critically. And I also wanted to show you how they admit what they are doing, just like they did with the 2020 election with the Time Magazine article that I talked about in the past. And both these articles share similarities in how they are forming these coalitions, special interest groups, investors. They are all being rallied up and they will stop at nothing. So I am going to post the link to that article, read through it if you want to. It's mostly a bunch of the same old bullshit, blah, 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 dictator, Hitler, Mussolini bullshit. But it's worth a read because like I said, it's an admission of how the machine works and what it's willing to do. I got one more thing related to the absolute meltdown related to Donald Trump. And it is, if you've been listening to this show for a while, I have mentioned Noah. Uval Harari, who now seems to be a World Economic Forum spokesperson, but he is an author, and he comes out, he's the guy who talks about us being the useless eaters, and what are we going to do with all these useless eaters, and he also talks about programming the human brain and getting us to do what they want. He talks about the greater good all the time and global solutions and all that bullshit, and he was on a podcast. I don't know what podcast it is, but I captured the clip and they have him out now, of course, putting his two cents in about the election. Take a listen. If you don't think that they are in full desperation mode right now, they got this piece of shit out here. Whatever. Take a listen. Are you concerned that Trump might be elected again? Shortly? I, I think it's very likely. Mm. And if it happens, it is likely to be the kind of like the, the death blow to what remains of the global order. And he, says it, and he says it openly. Now, again, it should be clear that many of these politicians, they present a false dichotomy, a false binary vision of the world, as if you have to choose between patriotism and globalism, between being loyal to your nation and being loyal to some kind of, I don't know, global government or whatever. Full desperation mode, it seems. And it's not a false dichotomy to watch as your country gives away billions and billions of dollars in wasteful spending in wars, in military industrial complex, pharmaceutical industrial complex, using taxpayer money to censor people with the censorship industrial complex all over the world. It's not a false dichotomy to believe those things aren't good for any country and for the rest of the world. So yeah, the current global order needs to be destroyed. With that being said, I could see how this Noah Uval Harari coming out and saying such things could be part of the plan to push people towards Donald Trump. Definitely gotta pay attention to all the possibilities and all the angles, like I say all the time. There are layers and layers to the deception. So let's move on to the next thing that I want to talk about, which is the thousands, hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of people that are being led across the borders. And where are they being sent to? 
They're being sent all over the country to these states such as mine, Massachusetts, that are with open arms willing to take all this taxpayer money and throw it to these people who are from whoever the hell knows where they're from, what their intentions are. The governor of Massachusetts declared a state of emergency. She wrote a letter to the director of Homeland Security, who is facing possible impeachment, Alejandro Mayorkas. He's left the borders wide, wide open. And now the governors of these liberal hell blue states are now asking for help and questioning why this is happening and declaring a state of emergency which is also interesting because I'm pretty sure it grants them certain emergency powers when they do such things. I think that this is all tied into this being an election year, and this is part of the play. They have hundreds, thousands, millions of people coming into this country undocumented. Some of them, percentage-wise, possibly have bad intentions. And the crazy thing is... From what I see, I'm not an expert. It doesn't look like a lot of these people are from South America looking for sanctuary. It looks like they are possibly from Africa. Who knows? They could possibly be in the mix. I'm not saying everybody, but when this kind of thing is happening and nobody's paying attention, we don't know who these people are. They could be connected to extreme groups like Hamas and Islamic terrorism and all that stuff. So the crazy thing is that it's gotten so bad, they're declaring states of emergencies and they are asking people now, families, residents, citizens of Massachusetts to bring these people into their homes to live with them and their families. Take a listen to this clip right here. This is the Lieutenant Governor of Massachusetts, Kim Driscoll, and also note how much money per month it is costing the state of Massachusetts for this crisis, the state of emergency that they created. If you have an extra room or suite in your home, please consider hosting a family. Safe housing and shelter is our most pressing need. Become a sponsor family. You can contact the Brazilian Worker Center for more information on how you can step up if you're willing to have an additional family be part of your family. In the governor's letter to the federal government on Tuesday, she stated that the crisis is currently costing the state of Massachusetts $45 million per month on programs to assist the families. I wonder if Lieutenant Governor Kim Driscoll and Governor Maura Healy are going to welcome some of these families into their nice, beautiful homes. Maybe welcome them into the governor's mansion, $45 million a month. And that's just Massachusetts. And there's also shit popping off in Maine. Brunswick, Maine is going to spend like hundreds of millions of dollars just building brand new housing just for this purpose. Like I said, in the city I live in, I've seen around the hotels, I've seen these people. And they have nice new clothes and they have backpacks and nice new shoes on. And in my city, I also see a bunch of people. There's a few actually. That's new. Some homeless people that weren't there before popped up in the past couple of years and they're just regular old American people that have hit hard times and they've been out there asking for change. Did anybody who works for the city, did the city go to them and ask them if they needed anything? 
Did they give them a nice hotel room and set them up, give them some nice clothes, possibly some money, a cell phone? No, they didn't. You know what they did? They took taxpayer money to buy some signs that say, say no to panhandling. Don't give these people money. Give to charities instead, which is fine, whatever. But my point is, who cares about the citizens of this country? And who knows what these people's stories is? That's not my point. Sure, they could be druggies and want to take that money for drugs and alcohol, whatever. That's not the point. My point is, did anybody go to them and ask them if they needed anything and tried to get them off the streets in the middle of the winter when it's like 10 degrees outside? But we have to make sure all these people from South America and from Haiti, from Africa, or wherever the fuck they're from, make sure they're nice and warm and clothed and fed. While our own people suffer, it's not a false dichotomy to think this is bullshit and there's something else going on here. Let's just take a quick little listen to this news clip from Maine about the situation in Brunswick. Dozens of people showed up this morning to the grand opening of new apartments at the Brunswick Landing. These units were built specifically to house asylum seekers as they wait to receive their work permits, which can take months. There will be 60 apartments total here serving this purpose. 24 of them are ready now. State government will essentially pay the rent for two years. After that, the buildings will convert to market rate and affordable housing units. Some asylum seekers have already moved in and say this option of transitional housing is much better than living in a hotel or at a shelter. In hotel, uh, there's rules and regulations, and uh, in a shelter too, we have so many people. We share kitchen together, we share the uh, restroom together. This is a very unique solution to a very exciting opportunity in our state. We have thousands of folks coming to Maine who want to make Maine home. We're doing everything we can to uh, help that situation. So this is the shit that's happening in the United States in 2024 in an election year. Getting ready for something. Who knows what the role will be. Probably just to inflate population for voting purposes and district purposes. Or maybe for something way more sinister and nefarious like activating violence on command. If these people are part of some kind of group or terrorist cells, who knows, really? I know the talking point to pull at your heartstrings is pregnant women and children are the ones who are being housed. And I'm sure there are some, of course, people that want to get out of wherever there are horrible situations that are pregnant women and there are children. But you know how these people like to twist up your emotions and they will use that against you. And the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And we must keep that in mind. I just wanted to talk about all of that because I've seen it with my own eyes in the city that I live in. So I have to talk about it. Can't ignore it. Something's going on. This could also be used for race wars this year. Right in the middle of an election. To keep people off the streets. The cities are too hot right now. Too much violence. Everybody has to mail in their vote. I don't know. It's purely speculation, but it's been on my mind and I want to talk about it. And the next thing that I want to talk about that I just thought was pretty hilarious was these underground tunnels that were discovered in Brooklyn where this secret group of Jewish people were living or worshiping or both. It's just crazy that these underground tunnels were exposed. 
who knows how far they extended. One guy was seen popping up out of a grate somewhere in Brooklyn. Somebody recorded it on a cell phone. And it's pretty hilarious because he just popped up and then he swatted the cell phone away like, don't look at me. And he ran away to never be seen or heard from again. It's hilarious. And it just made me think about like, I bet we would be surprised at what is happening underground. And this probably is a vast network of underground tunnels. Like in that movie, Us, that was directed by Jordan Peele. Probably revealing a little bit of truth. Like they do. There's probably tunnels that go all over Canada. Into South America. Even maybe under the ocean. Who knows? And they probably traffic people using these tunnels. But what if there's an entire breakaway civilization that lives in the earth? And there's like a whole world under there. Scientists have been revealing slowly weird shit about the inside of the earth. They revealed an actual ocean that's inside the earth. Multiple articles about it last year. One of them, LiveScience.com, says scientists scanning the deep interior of the earth have found evidence of a vast water reservoir beneath eastern Asia that is at least the volume of the Arctic Ocean. They call it the Beijing Anomaly. So I just thought that was interesting. All this talk about the Jewish underground tunnels had me thinking about deep underground military bases and how there's probably a crazy amount of activity happening underground. And that's why they have us obsessed with looking up at space and obsessed with NASA, who was created by Nazis. And that just reminded me then an article just came out recently about Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, and he's building some underground compound for some reason. And there's been other stories of rich ass people also going underground and building like a whole like kind of like city under there. So it's possible. Hollow Earth is definitely possible. I don't know if it's true or not. But I think there could definitely be some kind of breakaway civilization that uses underground to transport. And maybe that's where they live. And maybe it's connected to all the UFO, UAP bullshit that's going on now. I don't know. Purely speculation. These underground tunnels just had me thinking. And I just wanted to kind of get my thoughts out there and see what happens. And as always, I would love to hear from you and hear your thoughts about all of these topics, all of these ideas. You can reach out to me. You can email me. Head over to the website. Comment on the Q&A on Spotify. Leave a review. Email me, the Brave New World Order podcast.com. Follow me on Twitter slash X at Brave NWO podcast. Thank you, everybody, once again for coming along with me on this journey. Much more to come from the Brave New World Order and me, your host, Brandon St. One. You'll be hearing from me very soon. But in the meantime, question everything. Stay positive. Think for yourself. Much love, everybody. Peace out.